Hey guys, welcome to the Wadi College Podcast. This is Joel Shimpo. I'm one of the pastors here at Watkinsville. Today on the podcast, this is the Come and See edition. This is our midweek podcast. And today with me, I have our new missions pastor, Robbie Wolfel, and two interns in our communications department. And that is Carly Malkowitz and Caroline Head. So you're going to hear from all of us as we talk this week about the woman at the well. This past Sunday, we were in John chapter 4 in our teaching series, New Life. Each week, we've been looking at the Gospel of John, and in this particular chapter, we have a story of Jesus meeting a woman at a well in Samaria. It's important that you understand that the Jews and Samaritans hated each other. It all sprung back to around 722 BC when the Assyrians came into Samaria and deported many of the Jews that were living there. At that time, it was Jews living in Samaria, but they intermarried and and soon they became what Jewish people would look at the Samaritans and say as racial half-breeds. And the hostility only grew from there. Uh, Even in their history, you you would see the Samaritans building a temple on Mount Gerasim only for the Jewish people to come and destroy it just a few hundred years before Jesus showed up. So they hated each other. Now imagine if you are one of those Samaritans who has always been on the outside. You're a half-breed, incapable of true religion. You think you've missed out on God, and he's not for you. Then imagine that one day a man shows up with this incredible knowledge. You've never met anyone like him. You've never met anyone who can pierce through your rough outer shell into the very core of who you are. You've never met anyone who speaks with such boldness and such humility. You've never met anyone who knows you for exactly who you are. You know that this is no ordinary man. This man is God in flesh. And then you hear him say, I've come for you too. You see, that's what happens to the woman as she's at the well and she meets Jesus. All of a sudden, she realizes that this Jewish Messiah isn't just for the Jews, that he's come for Samaritans as well. Upon hearing that Jesus is the Messiah, she sets down her water jar and she runs back into town to tell everyone that she's met the Messiah. Many of the Samaritans believed in Jesus because of her testimony, but it doesn't end there. They come and they meet Jesus. And verse 42 of chapter 4 is so good. Listen to what this says. They said to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard ourselves and we know that this is indeed the savior of the world. You see, with that confession, Jesus as savior of the world, they were saying, this Messiah is not just for the Jews, he's for all people who have ever lived. I just love this story because I think it's such a refreshing reminder of what it really means to know who Jesus is. It just reminds me of a child encountering something for the very first time and how excited they get to tell everybody around them what they've just learned. I have a little sister that's three and a half, and the other day I went to go pick her up from daycare. She saw me through the window when I was walking up, and she just got so excited. She started jumping up and down and pointing and saying, sissy, sissy. And these two other little boys were walking down the hall and she goes up to them and taps them on the shoulder and stops them and points and says, that's my sissy. Her name is Sissy. And she was just so overjoyed and excited um, that I was there to get her that she just felt like she had to tell anybody that was standing next to her. And I think that that's a really cool parallel to the Samaritan woman in this story because she is so excited and overjoyed and energized 
by the truth that she's just heard. She feels like she can go into a city that has judged her and probably treated her poorly and made her feel like she has to go to the well at the middle of the day when no one else would have been there. And she wants to tell them something that has touched her so deeply. She wants to tell them this truth that she's found about the savior of the world. Yeah, that's really true, Caroline. I think a lot of times we lack this childlike faith that doesn't just find joy in treasuring these things all to ourselves, but finds joy in telling people. A lot of times we take all these spiritual truths and we kind of treasure them to ourselves. when in reality these truths should really light a fire in us to tell other people about it and then our joy will be even greater in that. And I think we lose that joy if we don't share it with others. Um, just one example recently that really opened my eyes a little bit is my friend was at the Great Exchange and he was talking to an atheist and this person said to him, you know, if this is true what you're telling me, if you really do think that Jesus is the only way, why aren't more people telling others? And I think that if an atheist is able to realize that and ask that question, we really need to be able to ask that to ourselves too. If we really believe this, why aren't we telling people? Why aren't we going out and sharing it? Just like the Samaritan woman who left everything and went and told her people and was unashamed of it. I think we need to embrace that in our own lives. So Carly, I love this idea of unashamed um, and what we see in the story of the Samaritan woman, how she goes from this place of total shame, going to the well at a time when she doesn't want to see anybody, uh, to this place of encountering Jesus and completely unashamed of the gospel and, and what she's just uh, encountered with him. And one cool thing in my role, especially I've just stepped into a missions pastor role, but God's allowed me to do missions um, for a while. And one um, thing that I love is when we take these short-term teams to different places around the world, there's always somebody uh, that surprises me in their boldness and being unashamed of the gospel. Uh, one example, like one story was we went, I think it was like 2013, we took this team of college students to Uganda and uh, we're walking down this village road and we come across this rock quarry and there's just a bunch of workers there banging on these rocks and we had opportunity to share the gospel so we kind of just spread out individually but all of a sudden one one uh, girl named Anna she took a bible and stood up and just started proclaiming the gospel and it blew us away she was like one of the quietest people uh, on on our team but it's just something that you could tell God had done something in her heart to get to that point where she was just unashamed and I think that should be true of all of us just like you said uh, if if an atheist would say um, if this is true how in the world can we not boldly proclaim it I would say to some of you that uh, maybe you've never had an opportunity to go to Uganda, uh, go across the globe to, to share the gospel or stand at a rock quarry and, and, and share your faith. Uh, but you don't have to do that to, to, to be faithful, to share the good news, to be unashamed of the gospel. We need to live on mission every in everyday life. And, and so I just encourage you to do that. Also, there are opportunities, though, uh, that we have at Watkinsville next year to, to go overseas. One of those opportunities is college spring break. We're going to Costa Rica. The awesome thing about this ministry is a lot of it is getting in gospel conversations with people. And uh, they'll be a part of equipping and training to do that before we even go. Uh, but it's, it's, it's an amazing uh, opportunity because we partner with a local church and we get to go share the gospel with people, uh, who, some of who have never heard and just in broken places like the Samaritan woman who was broken uh, and, and she was without hope as she encountered Christ and Jesus gave her hope. And we as believers are called to do that. We carry hope because we carry Christ with us. And so just an amazing opportunity. I encourage you to sign up for that, um, but just do it in everyday life as well.
One last thought as we wrap this podcast up today. I said this this past Sunday, you know, you never know why you are somewhere. Oftentimes, the reason you think you're somewhere is different than the reason that God wants you there. You never know whose life is going to intersect with you today. So be prayerful as you approach your day and you're looking to see what God is doing. We're praying for you guys and we're excited about what God's going to do in your lives. And we're excited about this coming Sunday. So we hope to see you then.